0: Welcome to Our Sleeve Life Podcast, hosted by Kelly and Mel, friends who had gastric sleeve surgery, but five years apart. We wanted to create a supportive family with full transparency by sharing our stories as well as others from the community. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time.
1: Hey, guess what, guys? We're not doctors? No, we are not. <laughs> no. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor immediately. Ye- yes. And that includes diets, surgeries,
0: and exercise. We love you guys, and we want you to continue to be in our OSLP
1: family. That's right. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the Dr. Dovac Diaries Man, that's a tongue twister, but I did it. It is a tongue twister, and this is Mel and
0: this is Kelly, and we once again have Miss Doctor Dovak. I I don't I want to call you Miss Dovak, but I'm like that's not right. No, it's Doctor Dovak.
2: It's (laughs) Doctor (laughs)
1: Dovak. She earned that shit. She's a Dr. Man. Doctor D. Well, call
2: me Betsy first of all, or you can call me um, Doctor D. There's a lot of D. So add a Diva in there too. I mean that always. Oh, Diva Dovak. Oh, there I you like go. I love, I love the diva thing. All the D's. So perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay.
0: Well, we are excited to start episode three.
1: Episode three. Part three, guys. This is crazy. I, I love Welcome back,
2: everyone. If you're back for more, we're going to keep this one absolutely fresh. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about some new things. And it's so funny, um, everyone out there, because before we made it official that we are going we have just talked for the last half hour before (laughs) we could actually get going with the interview and we're like wait we should go live because um well let's just dive right into it let's talk about the most anticipated event of 2021 the bariatric retreat that's right heck yes
0: (laughs) we cannot wait We are so... Like, I got chills just Just thinking about it. Yeah, you saying (laughs) it. (laughs) Like, just being there and, like, seeing everybody's wonderful faces and giving hugs to these people that we've talked to for the last year
1: and been never seen
2: in person. Yeah. Correct. But I feel... This is sort of like telemedicine when people are like, oh, you know, other surgeons I've talked to. Oh, I really want to be there and and meet the patient in person. And I'm like, listen, just seeing people, like, virtually, I I will undoubtedly immediately across the way be like kellen bell like i will know <laughs> if yeah. you guys now <laughs> um i am so excited to tell everyone um this is the official announcement i get to be there too so I'm going, i know for all of those of you out there who want so desperately to be there there's going to be a lot of other virtual things so mm-hmm. stay tuned so that's exciting mm-hmm. yes. and i'm um, sure there's gonna be a lot of lives and a lot mm-hmm. of fun things. But what I wanted to ask you both is, and maybe you know this already, but how (laughs) tall do you think I am? Do you think I'm short, less than in the five, lower four foot, five foot range? Do you think I'm average? Do you think I'm tall or do you think, um, I'm freakishly tall?
1: I would say tall, tall, just like a solid, like how
2: tall do you think I am? Like
1: six foot. Really, I think you're I was six gonna say foot like five, eight, five, nine. But I also don't look at your shoes, so there could <laughs> be some pretty high heels going that I don't know about. But I feel like you're a tall lady. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, so. I am over six foot. Oh, damn. <laughs> so everybody who meets me is always very shocked by it. And they always say, um, well, first of all, another fun fact, my partner, Gus Bello, he is like six four. So I oh. do look like I'd be five eight. I think it's a good, good guess. Mm, yeah. But um, people are going to be, I will probably be the tallest woman there. And then I do wear heels. So I'll be like those six foot three yeah. blonde chick. Um, that happens to be a surgeon. That'll be there. So it'll, um, that, that'll be me. So everyone is always very, very shocked because um, woke up like Des, uh, Des, she is, I just saw someone ask her how tall she was. They thought she was very tall and she said she's on the shorter side So I'm mm-hmm. sure we'll be like a foot difference. I can, oh, I can see so it funny. now. So well, I can't wait to meet her in person, but oh, here we yeah, go. Oh yeah. Seriously.
1: Ditto. Cause like, we're five five, basically. Five yeah. four, okay. five five. Yeah. So
2: we're gonna be
0: quite quite a bit shorter than you. <laughs> but I know. It'll be like now yeah, a lot.
1: We'll wear heels. It'll be fine. I'm not wearing heels. Well, the wedges. Um you do Wait, not dictate we'll what I put on my feet, my friend. Um, I kinda <laughs> do because
0: you asked me before every photo shoot. Yeah. What photo you're
1: shoots are different than walking around. <laughs>
2: Two, two things that came to my mind here. First of all, let's talk about photo shoots. The photo shoot that you two did. Aww. I mean, oh my God, no, seriously. Like hand to God, those are some gorgeous pictures. Thank you. you. Know that too. Thank that, you. It was so fun and casual. So I'm reading this book, it's called Captivates. Okay. And it's, it's, it's very good. It's not something I'd say, like write it down on your book club list or anything, but it's about, um, just of course, getting people's attention Mm -hmm. and things like that. And um, it talks a lot about micro expressions that we as humans will look at someone's face and within something like just milliseconds, mm. like a fraction of a second, have a, a judgment yep. on that based on the way their faces. Wow. And something like 80% of the time people are right in that quick instance. Now, this is the, this is the most interesting thing I learned is about um, Facebook, Instagram profile photos. So if you are doing like a, a canned smile like this, where you're not really smiling, <laughs> and you're not smiling with your eyes, people think differently of you than if you're like legit showing signs of joy and happiness. When I saw your pictures, I thought about the book captivate. I'm like, these images um, are doing exactly that they're framing you as warm and friendly and happy.
1: Oh, good.
2: You're going to fool me. So they, I think it's interesting. So the second point I would like to know is um, how, if there's patients out there when it comes to heels, do are they wearing them i'm wondering um is that something that's like a non-skill victory when they finally can or do they always is that something like when you're heavier that's just hard to do well,
1: that's a good question it was
0: definitely hard for me um i would wear heels and then like within 45 minutes i would have to either take them off or i'd be wearing wedges and it would still kill my feet so yes. or i would be like toppling like my ankles would be giving out as yeah. i was walking <laughs> Yeah, that happened at my sister's wedding. Oh, at Claire's? Yeah, mm-hmm. every time. I mm-hmm. ended up taking them off and walking barefoot the whole time because yep. my ankles just kept, like, I would walk and then it would go like that. Oh, my God. And, like, mm. literally my ankles would, like, touch the ground. It would snap. So, and I was like, I can't. That I can't. does not sound So, good, I just took Kelly. them off and I walked barefoot down the aisle and, yeah.
1: Call it good. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry that happened.
2: They <laughs> didn't know that. I didn't know. I know but see, it's, but it's something you don't think of. But I think a lot yeah. of people have those stories where that might even have been their breaking point. Like, legit, mm-hmm. my ankles are rolling and touching the sides of the mm-hmm. ground. Like, this is... And this is what am I doing? And yeah, you know, now you're doing workout videos. Speaking of Des, I see you guys all the time. Um, it like nothing. I don't see any ankles rolling there. So no, you're, well, you're no. just you see, your chest,
0: just just hurting, killing myself with my chest, Kelly you
1: know, popping her chest on a live. But I was actually want to go back to that NSV with the heel thing, because like I realized when you guys were talking, like I wouldn't wear them because I just felt like so just huge on top of little tiny shoes like stilts yeah like i felt because i didn't feel comfortable in my skin Mm -hmm. let alone being because i was like you know i was i i would be touching you right now just you
0: would probably be just be generally touching you right
1: now if i didn't have surgery so like me being on heels was never comfortable because i always felt like i was gonna fall over and like Mm -hmm. so that's why i like flats and i like just regular shoes like i would never but i do like I like boots. That's the newest thing for me. Yes. That's my NSV. I like boots because I feel very secure when they're on my body. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm going to fall or move around. There That's why I like them. There were heels on the boots you wore in the first photo shoot. Yeah. And you liked them. Mm-hmm. I just there don't. Yeah. Like, it took forever for me to even do it. I I would have never done it if it wasn't for the surgery. Yeah, there's no way. And then being in heels as a woman, like, you actually feel like, I don't know, something happens. You're just like. <laughs> something. Yeah, you go from, like, a girl to, like, a woman. Like, it's interesting when heels kind of make you feel like you're just like, oh, like, I'm a woman and I can take you down and, like, you're going to like it and it's going to be fun. And
2: (laughs) all of a sudden, like, some power
1: comes in with those heels. It's kind of crazy.
0: I feel like you've, like, find your femininity when you wear heels. Like, it just makes you feel sexy and, like, powerful.
1: Yeah, you realize you're a woman. You're like, oh, I'm a.
0: Because you wear heels a lot, Mm
1: -hmm. right? Yeah. 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 I
2: okay. do. And that's another thing. I think it's also that you've gained confidence, and there's like back to this book, it's about like, this confidence stance when you come in. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, they studied like thousands of TED Talks, and people who demand the most attention or captivate the most are people who use their hands a lot. Yeah. So if you use your hands, because it's, it's actually something from when you're in survival, that the hands could have held a weapon or something like that. So when you're talking and showing that my hands are, it, this triggers like actual hormones in our brain to feel better and safer and like you and feel like you are someone that they can trust yeah so anyway, wow maybe this book is good. yeah is that is a good book some of the things in there i th- i think i kind of want to add that to our list of books yeah because so we did have we can read it together as a uh, you know we need to have um more book clubs clubs i just um i read a, a lot but nothing 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 like you guys do. <laughs> well actually well, just well no, hold, hold.
1: <laughs> what i was gonna say was that we did start reading the subtle
0: the yeah. art she started reading it i haven't started it yet
1: yeah the art of what is it called not giving a fuck. The, the subtle art of not giving yes. a fuck. I yeah. love it. I used to hate reading like so much that we're like it just I just felt like it was painful to read. Mm-hmm. But I would only read for school. So it was really weird. Like I would re- I can read textbooks like no other you give me like an instruction pamphlet I'm good to go. But if it's like your regular quintessential book, I'm like, don't get away from me. Like I don't want to read it at all. Yeah. But now yeah. I read this. I started I read Eliza's Um, it's a comedian. I can't th- can cannot pronounce her last name she's my first book i read for pleasure and i realized oh this is easy to read i kept thinking like this is going to be harder than textbook reading yeah
2: <laughs> and it's so not yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah and so now like with the subtle art of not giving a fuck like mm-hmm. i'm actually in like chapter like seven already or six yeah. And there's only yeah. nine chapters. So I'm yeah. like, Oh, okay. This is not a big deal.
2: Wow, and <laughs> yeah. it, I feel like the book started off a little slow and then I just felt like it was just getting better and better and better and better. Like I have mm-hmm. so many notes on it. I, I love that book. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know we talk a lot about books, um, but they, I just, I don't know. Some of them just make you think of things and you know, that makes me think of your Instagram posts, actually. So which one of you two is behind like the little summary of things? Like we talk about something and then you make it like into a very easy post. That's really? me. Yeah. Okay. I'm Always. the writer.
1: Yeah. I'm the writer. Yep.
0: I'm in charge of all oh. pictures. Yep. I make sure it's all like the, the content is there. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Mel ri- does all the writing. I
1: write it. I write every night. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Oh, She's really good. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Like I can just totally respect all the attention to detail. So if you're listening to the podcast, follow our sleeved life podcast on Instagram, it's worth it. And like, I was just saying, you guys, your, your, your followers, we were like neck and neck. I think I was ahead of you last call and, and, and now you guys are ahead of me by 500.
1: So, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) we.
2: We
0: just hit 9,200 this morning. So
1: crazy. Like,
0: oh. And we're thankful for all of you because you make us so happy. Every single one of you. Like, I seriously, it's I never thought that it would get like I hoped, you know, you always hope. But I never thought like, within a year we would be at this point. We never
1: thought people would like us like. Like what's going on? Like, we never thought we'd actually have an effect on people. We just thought, you yeah, know, not like this, we just wanted to help as many people as possible. But we just weren't sure, like how this was going to play out. But yeah. we've put in our all in it. And
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: people are liking us. Well, it's this pretty is awesome. kind of
2: a cheesy, stereotypical question. But where <laughs> do you guys see yourselves taking your voice? Let's say a year from now, because mm-hmm. if I had to predict a year from now, You'll be at 25,000 because once you start to gain momentum, people are like, oh, once you hit the 10,000, I feel like people like trust that you're legit, like, wow, 10,000 other people like, that. oh, it's going to keep growing and growing. You're going to do, you're going to become more known, more podcast listeners, you know, more things like that. Mm -hmm. So what would your, what would your like ideal like goals be
0: with this? I mean, for me, I just want to continue doing what we're doing. Like, I want to be able to turn this into, for both of us, a full-time job mm-hmm. because we love doing it. I mean, we're together pretty much 24-7 Every day. Yeah. and talking with, with uh, patients and followers. And then we're creating content or we're recording episodes or we're talking, you know, doing interviews. And it's just the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. And I feel it down in my soul that this is what we are meant to do Yeah, like, with our life. This is what we are meant to do.
1: Yeah. I would say in a year, like my ultimate goal is to be able to just tour, yes. do live shows. That's a big one. We want to meet as many people as possible. I want to meet surgeons. I want to talk to plastic surgeons. I want to talk to therapists in person, mm-hmm. maybe even in their environment. So that way people can see what it looks like. So they're not so scared going in. Um, And just doing that all the time, just making sure like everybody can go to every avenue. So just as slowly as I can, just open it up more and more. So I think, yeah, just traveling and talking to people. And can you tell that she does the writing?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. I've been so drawn in. Now, okay, so I love you too. (laughs) We talked a little bit offline about this. And I think I said something to you. I didn't quite understand that. Um, So... I'm not going to talk about the specific details yet but everybody knows that I have announced that I am moving to central Florida yeah. and we are um, doing a really exciting program that's going to impact the nation and we are designing like so much so much fun stuff like behind the scenes and the late nights and the glasses and the and the creating and writing and and imagining like how do we, how do we really just like impact people on a, on a grander scale and how do we create really a white glove experience with travel agents and concierge and really just become a destination site yeah. that's synonymous with unbelievable care and most importantly that the patient experience will be just as important as as the patient's outcomes. So for sure, I didn't realize this, for sure we are inviting you into the OR in Florida as soon as possible. Aww. So as soon as I get some patients out there, I want you guys to come and I want you guys to like document everything, what it's like, the, the the look of the facility, what it's like when we pull you back there with your hat and your mask and you get to see that OR door open, like yeah. how does it feel? Does it, does it bring back memories of when you were wheeled in and that feeling of having the mask on your face and going to sleep and waking up somewhere different that you did it. Like I want you guys from the patient experience um, oh and the hospital God. I'm going to is all into showing the world what this is like. So um, yes, absolutely. I, oh my God. You guys, I was telling you the virtual thing. Cause I yeah. thought just because you know, you guys are in Oregon, I figured um, you wouldn't want to come all the way down to Florida, but yeah, you're I've, gonna travel, I've no, I've never,
1: dear. I've never been to the East coast.
0: Yeah. Can you believe that? I have no yeah. idea. I've only no. stayed on the
1: West Coast and then went to Vegas. So I don't know anything past. Oh, yeah.
0: We're, we're going to have yeah. to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's like I, it's a big deal to travel for me because I feel like I've been like I'm trapped is not the right word for this.
0: No, but, but
1: I know that there's more out there and I mm-hmm. want to see it. And I feel oh like God. I've had to work really hard to try to like just get to here of like, oh, I can maybe travel like every other year. Like that's where mm-hmm. I've kind of made enough money in my own personal life to be able to do that. And I would like to do it every year. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Or several times a year because because, I love to travel. Like I freaking love it. Well, and people are interesting. I love fucking Mm -hmm. people. And I just think it's pretty cool. Like how different you can be just in like literally a thousand miles away. Like there's different types of people, like just Mm -hmm. all over the place. And it's, I just want to know everyone, I guess. Yeah. Do you guys know
2: where I grew up?
1: You told us. Wasn't it North Carolina?
2: No, no, no. West Virginia, West Virginia. Virginia. I
0: was like, I know you
2: told us. Uh uh Okay, I couldn't remember if I told you. No, I yes, I feel the same way. Like I grew up in um this very little town and then um and then you just feel like no I can't leave that and and even like taking this move to Florida it's like well I can't move there because I'm that's like that's I I stay within my geography like you I stay in this like little bubble of like Pittsburgh to Maryland Maryland's as far as I go and um and I'm sure you guys feel the same way but mm-hmm. it's um gosh this is going to be so exciting, it's so it, exciting.
1: Is. it is I, we
0: can't wait yeah, like. Please. Coming in and being like
2: in actually, the room.
0: Yeah. Like being there, like that's going to be,
1: well, that's just oh. going to be like a bucket list, like dream. Thing that's, I've oh always thought so, it's well, going go to
2: be anatomy for everyone. Um, yeah. we're there, um, yeah. we, gonna, um, we'll do many cases that day so that some you can do, um, stories and some you can do a whole thing and some you can whatever you want. I mean, oh, cool, there's gonna be lots of cool stuff, and um, it'd be cool to tell like the patient's story and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. That, um, I'm sure that the patients will be, I mean, we will get consent, and if they're into it, they're into it, and right, it'd be great. So, um, well, what I like well, about,
1: just, oh, sorry.
2: Oh, no, there's so much potential. There, there is. Because
1: what I like about what you're doing is um, you're literally making it fun to have surgery. Mm-hmm. You're making it not scary. Mm-hmm. And I think that people need that because they're so scared to have the surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, hey, don't be scared. Like, there's a place for you. You can go here. You're like, is insurance going to be able to take it? Like, is this or is this only private? Like, I don't know how that is that going to be a thing. I should ask that first.
2: So oh, for insurance. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Oh, we can talk about it. So yeah. insurance, um it, it, it is every there's different employers have different benefit rules. Mm-hmm. There's commercial plans that are mm-hmm. like your Blue Cross Blue Shields, your mm-hmm. Cigna, your Aetna, your United. There's Medicaid, there's Medicare. Um, that's CMS. Um, and there's there's many different rules depending on region and policymakers and this sort of thing. But that's one of my passions too. We've talked about this, that you know, you just have to keep asking and showing the results and telling the stories Mm. about why a patient deserves access to care and why it should be covered with little to no out-of-pocket expense for the patient. Correct. Because ultimately, it's a huge cost savings for the insurer. I could go on and on about that. It's just, it's always frustrating when there's ever um, a denial Or Mm -hmm. a lack of coverage or benefit and people feel like they have no other choice but to go to somewhere where it's more inexpensive maybe even out of the country Mm -hmm. listen there are some amazing programs uh, and maybe some people like to do that um but sometimes I feel like unfortunately people don't have any other options which is just strange we live in the United States of America and how can that be and that just shows that sometimes our system's a little bit messed up too and um and that's part of what we're just working to fix Mm -hmm. and I think that directly or indirectly by doing these podcasts and and posting and sharing and and tagging and all these things, we're doing it. We're getting more attention. We're becoming more of an army. We're stronger together and with numbers. So Mm -hmm. that's what we need to do.
0: Yeah. Cause we just need to like the, the stigma part of this plays such a huge role, I think in the insurance companies also, because they, they view as it, that it's not a good thing that you're getting it. And it really is a good thing. Like, it's a really good thing because you can take back your entire health mm-hmm. just by getting the surgery.
1: Like, yeah, it's because it's the money. It's because it, they have to pay out now. Instead of over time. Instead of over time. And they, everybody mm-hmm. likes to be, like— you know, instant gratification. So I, mm-hmm. I understand it. But um, also, like, you're right. Like, we're in the United States of America. We should be able to get whatever healthcare we want whenever we want to go into mm-hmm. a doctor. Like, that's just how it should be. And it's not. And it's it's interesting because there's a lot of state, uh, countries that are that people think that, like, oh, none of them have that. It's like, actually, there's lots of countries that actually have that system. Because Canada
0: has that, don't
2: they? Yeah.
1: Well, universal. Canada's... I mean,
2: yes, but that yeah. is not. It's it's, it's not, not good in Canada. Um, oh, it's, the healthcare is great when you get it, but if you go, if you want to, if you're a Canadian citizen, you wait in the line. It takes years to to be up. At least yeah. ours isn't that long. Oh, right, right, yeah, okay. So a right. lot of Canadians come down. Actually, oh, mm-hmm. good to know. Is so so long so like we have like there's different like for example there's that um the american society for metabolic and bariatric surgery the asmbs Mm -hmm. and there's there's different state chapters so um for example like maryland and and all this but like florida actually um but it, wow. it's even though it's not a, a state but they're they're a part of it and they have their own um state but they don't collectively the amounts of surgeries they do in the entire country of canada mm-hmm. is less than they would do in like one typical state in the united states whoa that's insane
1: that's yeah. that's crazy i did not
2: realize
0: that that was so oh wow mm-hmm. I'm, my mind is blown right now
1: yeah yeah. Like, and that's why people have to travel. Like that's, Definitely. that's a problem. I have even heard
2: about it because, mm-hmm. you know, it, a lot of times people do it because like, Oh yeah, I saw it. But now I think with social media and, and things mm-hmm. like, I mean the sky's the limit for people to be able to do their own research, but if it's not normal, you don't have any friends. There's really like, do you do it? Do you get this surgery? Kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And I do think that, that 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 whole viewpoint on it is absolutely shifting. And that's what we're doing. Yeah, we're breaking yeah.
0: that stigma. stigma. That's I That's what we want to do. That ultimately, I mean, that's what this whole thing started as.
1: I mean, that's what it's about because like it's breaking that stigma. Even like, even like the uh, my Eric's friend was over like this last weekend, and just like you can tell. Like, if I bring up, like, hey, weight loss surgery, he would just get offended. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you, but you need it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I can tell, yeah. like, you need this help. You need help. But you won't take it. Like, you're you're something. Something's there. It's blocking the whole, like, the walk-in, you know, like, trying to get this done. And they just don't want to face it.
0: Well, I think, number one, it's it's a stigma. And mm-hmm. so people that are not in this community don't realize how loving and how amazing this this community is yeah. to be a part of it yeah. and then you pile on top the fact that it's a male and males have a lot like i feel have a re, a harder time saying i need this surgery mm-hmm. versus women
1: needing help it's hard for men i think to ask for help mm-hmm. sometimes
2: absolutely i completely yeah. agree you know, and okay. the statistics show it that 85% of bariatric patients are female 85% yeah. 85% 15% are male now i need your help with something okay i i so what gets people to stt which means stop their thumb from scrolling what gets people to stop what they're doing and cock their head and look at it and go down a rabbit hole to the point where They would somehow end up on our sites, on a website, wanting to kind of dive into it deeper. Like, what do you feel like or something that would be um, an image, a quote, anything that would get people's interest?
0: Well, I know from our Instagram, what has people stopping is number one, information. Yeah. Making it clear and concise and they can easily see like, okay, what is this? Um, and then also side by sides. Mm-hmm. They like to see the progression. They mm-hmm. want to know
1: that it's real.
0: Yep. They want to see what what the end result could be. Yeah.
2: I think. It's so interesting about the um, the information one. And uh, so do you feel like when you're looking at the insights, you get a lot of engagement on those types of posts? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. Really? People, people mm-hmm. actually save that more. They share it more because mm-hmm. they they like the information, but they want to like send it to themselves or share it so that way they always have it. So they they can go back to it. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yeah, it so just depends on out what of
2: all your. What would you say was it our constipation tips? <laughs> like, what would you say was our that, that was a that was a winner? That was
0: a good one. That was a really good one. I think everybody just was like overjoyed to talk like that. Somebody was talking about, about it, it. like. Yeah. I think because we had so much response to that, which is so funny. I was like, totally against that episode, <laughs> by the way, like the bathroom episode.
1: Yes, she didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do
0: it. Mel made me and it was it killed. It killed. Like, I was okay. like, I didn't realize that people wanted to talk about this. Yeah.
2: Okay, I got. I'm going to go <laughs> back into the bathroom. We're going back into the toilet. Yeah, okay, let's do it. This happened. I, I got to ask a couple questions. We're going rogue here. We're, we're forget the script. We're we're just, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're is, not even following anything we taught, said. We were that's true. Okay, yeah, yeah. I have legit gotten calls when I'm on call from people who say to me that they are concerned because their farts smell weird. Okay. Yeah. So, so the question is, I mean, I'm just curious. Like I, you know, I take every single call seriously because I figured if you took the time to find my number yeah. and to call, like mm-hmm. that's very important, but I've gotten that call, like not just once, like a f- just like three to five times in the eight years I've been doing it. Um, and I'm just wondering, have you guys noticed that you're like, I need some help. My friends, I trust you guys. I trust mm-hmm. your, your senses and I need to know. Have you ever farted and it concerned you from the smell? No, no, okay. I can't say that I can but okay. So I have a slight <laughs> side
0: story for this. Okay. So, and I was Neither. actually thinking about it. So I was in the store, like the little market the other day and whatever I ate just made me very gassy. Right. Yeah. So I was like, but I had to go into the store. <laughs> so I'm standing there and I'm like. Tried to get my stuff, get get out quick. And then I realized everybody's wearing fucking masks. Yeah, that doesn't matter. It does not matter. (laughs) Right now, it don't matter at all. So I'm like, internally, I'm like freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I need to get out of here really quick.
2: And then I'm like, Oh, wait,
0: nobody can smell anything. It's yeah. fine.
2: That's what I, I know. If someone can't smell, you should be like, you need to get a better mask. That's not an N95. Because if you, if you can smell, you you failed the, the fit test where they, you know, when they spray it. Yeah, And plus just crop
1: dust them. So it's not all at once. Just
2: slowly. I know. You're like dead sprinting. Like, why are you really running to the store? Like, what's happening here?
1: So I'll like, answer your question, though. I would say there's like been a time or two where I'm just like, that smells really weird. (laughs) like (laughs) that kind of bird and it was kind of spicy like what is going on burning yeah
2: burning yeah i was like whoa like that's Okay, so let's set the record straight here for people who are legitimately like people like look me concerned. dead in the eye. They are yeah. not joking, they're no laughing, there's no laughing aloud. Yeah. And they will literally like come real close to me and they will be like, I'm like legit I get this not just like a couple times. I get this once a week. I'm not lying. Where people are like, like, yes, am I gonna stink? Like, are my first gonna smell weird? So can you guys set the record straight that you do not like just uncontrollably like reek and like like no. just gas out the house? Okay. No, no, not at all. No, not at and all. I
0: think it has a lot to do with your nutrition. It definitely one hundred percent does. If yeah. I if I eat more sugar or more carbs in a week, I am more gassy than if I am focused mainly on protein and vegetables.
2: That's okay. That's what and I do. Found. You feel like protein shakes? I get all the time that they think it's tied to the protein shake. Have you noticed that with any brand or any protein shake? S- no. Yeah, no. For you?
1: No, it's like I only get like that is if I'm really having like something fatty and greasy or okay. or a salad. Sometimes like oh, heavy, heavy it, yeah. veggies. Like if uh-huh. I have a lot of veggies all of a sudden, then I'll get really gassy. But it's not like a I'm scared. Like it doesn't make me nervous. Yeah, like, it's like a normal thing. I mean, my thought but,
0: would be my first thought would be like, OK, what did I eat to to make me do this? Yeah. Like, and yeah, I'm, I'm like a,
1: a protein shake's never done that to me. Okay, so has one done it to you?
0: Well, pre-op when I was on my LRD, my liquid liver shrinking diet. Got <laughs> there it, it is. Oh. L uh, whatever the liver shrinking <laughs> diet, the liquid diet. Uh, LSD. LSD. Um, so they so I was on four protein shakes a day, mm. and it gave me the worst diarrhea. Oh yeah, like well, it was. Yeah awful. And I was so, so like, literally, you had I had surgery and I was like, please give me constipation, please. <laughs> because it was two weeks solid. Well, not solid. Just saying. You're like trying to counteract <laughs> yeah. it. Let's not say solid because oh that didn't happen. Um, it was just like two weeks of nonstop diarrhea. That's it was awful. awful. And well, I tried everything to stop it. That's not good.
2: Yeah. Wow. Well, I've told you guys before, I do not do a liver shrinking diet. Um, yeah, right. We have people do the low carb, but we don't put on just the shakes and just the two days of liquids. I think leading up to surgery, I do think a lot of it has to do with. um, just whether you feel it or is subconscious or as conscious that you're nervous and you're anxious. And there's absolutely a gut brain access that gives you like the irritable bowel and all that's all connected. Mm-hmm. It's all connected. And, um, I just think that you're like, oh my God, I'm about to get my stomach cut out. Like, oh my God, you just run to the bathroom and you're just going to like, just die of gut-wrenching anxiety.
1: Mm-hmm. I was like, cause anxiety and stress actually plays a part, right? In your
2: digestive tract and part. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a legitimate thing. It's, it's well studied. It's definitely well known that it, it, it's, it's, it's a big thing. I mean, don't you feel like anxiety, like in your abdomen, like, Oh my god, I feel so sick. And some people feel like they need to eat during those times. And some people just cannot eat at all during those times. And it's, is, know, it good with
1: it. is it good enough? Like for your brain to know, like, so like, I don't like to go in the ba- like public bathrooms. I I make myself go when I have to pee, but poop is definitely a problem. But like when I go camping, my body, I swear that my body knows don't poop. Like, yeah. I won't go for two days. And then when I get home, it's not like a crazy experience. It's just like I'll go to sleep, wake up, and then I will poop. A lot. <laughs> In um, a lot. <laughs> so
0: good. I'm glad
2: it all comes out ultimately. Yeah. So basically- yeah.
0: I think we would ha- be having a different conversation if it wasn't coming so- out at all. <laughs>
2: Right? But yeah, it's weird that sure. your body
1: some, yeah but it's like your, my body knows because I'm there. like
0: stressed out so it's like maybe it's like stop you have anxiety about going poop in the woods yeah so, so your body's stopping you well, yeah
2: I mean I think that's yeah I mean I kind of get that and okay that's the uh, thing okay so yeah no, I, yeah that's yeah it's definitely a thing even like my two-year-old right now we're trying to Potty trainer and like we sit her on the toilet all day long and all day long and then when she was by herself she had a huge blowout she hasn't pooped in like three days coming mm-hmm. out and then she just went in the corner and blew out I'm like Ugh. anyway uh-huh. we go on and on about I do I, I know well, I brought us here but that's okay
1: like- I do have a question about the surgery so like with the um l- the liver shrinking diet mm-hmm. so yes. now. Have you ever opened someone up and was like, nope, we can't do this. And then like put them back on, like, you know, stitch them back up for any reason? Because a lot of so, people are scared of that.
2: So right? opening a patient up, um, a big incision, I never do that. Oh, yeah. Um, You're liparoscopic.
1: That's right.
2: Only, so it's only laparoscopic, and even when the going gets really tough, I will do whatever it takes to stay laparoscopic, or I wouldn't do it. So there, I don't even want to put this into the air, because people be like, oh my God, I didn't do this quite right, and they're going to cancel me. Uh-huh. I have done myself, I'd say, like I said, like 37, 3800 surgeries, right. somewhere in there, my partner. There has been a couple of times between the two of us where we couldn't do it because we couldn't get the liver retractor in
1: okay okay that's fair the
2: liver is so mammoth so so sick and so fatty it's so rare for it to be so large mm. that it's called hepatomegaly meaning enlarged liver um there's is typically um in patients who are overweight obese is typically due to something called NASH which is non-alcoholic steatohepatitis which means a very fancy way of saying fatty liver disease mm-hmm. oh my there's God. different degrees we... of severity of it Um, mild, moderate, severe. Severe can progress to um, irreversible liver Mm. damage, including cirrhosis, which is a shriveling of the liver um, where it gets nodularity. Um, And It's actually fatty liver disease is the number one reason for liver transplant. I believe it is. It was, um, I think like a year or two ago, even over alcoholism. So I think a lot of people don't realize um, the effects that specifically sugar have on storing it as fat in the liver. And um, our bodies are just not designed to handle that in extreme excess. No.
1: Okay. Yeah, Because everything you just said, my dad had. That's how
2: I had a fatty liver. Yeah, not to so I'd say
1: not to that extent. No,
2: some degree of it. Yeah, some degree of it. Yeah, because my and, dad had the hepatitis
1: and stuff. Yeah, like the whole like cirrhosis yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, mm. yeah. And it's it's it. So everybody has probably has some degree of fatty liver, right? But it's um so and that's why you're doing the surgery. So just to to reiterate this, um, I think we talked about this before, but for everybody out there. Fatty liver disease, the only way to treat it is with weight loss. There's no pill or mm-hmm. injection or any other way other than losing weight. So if I see fatty liver, you guys you had fatty liver, some mm-hmm. degree of it, mm-hmm. it's the best treatment. Surgery is the best treatment that exists for it. And and where I'm going in Florida has um will ultimately have um, they already do actually, um, we're gonna have a combined force. They have a actual fatty liver department. So um that wow. there's a whole subspecialty of GI um in someone that's um a hepatologist. And uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a big deal.
1: That's fantastic. I have a question about the liver. So can you explain to people why your liver is so important to your body?
2: Oh my gosh, yeah. Your liver does so many things. The liver is one of the things that uh, can actually Uh, regenerate some and and heal as um, if there's damage that occurs. It's an amazing one. There's some organs that just can't take a hit. Like if you, lose blood supply to something or and a lot, that just means it's ischemic, it's not working. The liver works so much in metabolism of many drugs, um, the metabolism and storage of how you break down um, sugar, how you digest different foods. Um, it makes bile, for example, that helps to break down fats. Um, it has uh, so many functions. I'm, I'm probably leaving a million off the list here. That's okay. Um, um, but it's critically necessary Um, obviously that organ is needed to survive. Um, Obviously you cannot survive without a liver and um, it's, it's huge actually. It's, it goes all the way. um, It's predominantly on the right side. Your gallbladder is, um, it sits in the liver bed under here, under your right rib cage. It extends across the midline and then it even goes into the left side of the abdomen. If you're thin, it will. Yeah. So the liver is in, so the stomach, of course, sits under your left rib cage up yeah. here more. So if you're like, oh, it hurts here that is... The, the where the, the esophagus goes into the abdomen, it becomes the GE junction, becomes the stomach. So this is where the stomach is. And so sometimes the liver, there's different types of liver. Some of them are just really thick. Some of them are just very healthy, it doesn't extend. Some of them are like a stingray that it goes all the way over and touches the left um, lateral aspect of the abdominal wall. So there's like different points of consideration that you need to do to like retract and lift the liver so that you can see all the key anatomy points so that you can safely do a procedure. So a lot of it's here, G junction. If I'm doing a sleeve, I need to separate the spleen from the, um, the greater curve of the stomach, they're kind of spooning each other. So I have huh. to separate them to be able to remove, um, 80% of the stomach. We're going to have a very in-depth freaking anatomy awesome. lesson when we're live and when, or when we're videoing and showing you So literally stay tuned for this, we're already teasing it, but it will happen. I'm going to show you the liver. I'm going to show you different types of livers. You can tell, you'll be able to tell instantly yourselves with really no training or not seeing this. If it's fatty, what you think too, I'll ask you, um, and and you'll be able to identify it just by gross inspection of it. Yeah. Okay. So
1: when we eat sugar, yeah, it's destroying that your liver and it's making it what we call a fatty liver. And why, and why do we call it a fatty liver?
2: So it because the sugar will be ultimately stored as fat in the liver and then oh. it would just become fatty so excess. So your body needs some glucose or sugar even is okay in small quantities because mm-hmm. your body will release insulin to take it away and it helps with the digestion and metabolism but if you have excess of it it's going to be therefore and there's not enough insulin to kind of like take it away the more insulin that comes onto the scene and and the less responsive it is it's going to start to store it in the fat cells in the liver and that's where it's going to go and then the fat cells all over the rest of our body so there's different places where your fat can go it can be more visceral which is um central which is the dangerous fat we've talked about which is fatty liver coating the organs that's the scary stuff or it could be more um more peripheral so women with bigger thighs bigger buttocks that sort of thing they're typically um very easy um surgeries if they have a tiny little waist and they're like a pear i love my pears technically <laughs> they're easy they're very easy operations a lot of women i can. i like i told you guys this before but i i mean it's always on my mind i look at um, people all over the place. I'm like, you be easy. Oh my gosh. Oh, you, tell us. you be easy, easy, easy hard, hard, hard. Like you can just tell why I can tell by looking at something, what they look like inside. I can just guarantee it.
0: Well, I feel like that shows how good of a surgeon you are Hell yeah. and like how invested you are in your, uh, occupation and this community is that you, you think about those things when you're not in the OR. Yeah that's how
1: dedicated you are that's mm -hmm. that's awesome I mean
2: I'm kind of obsessed like I'm always obsessed you guys are obsessed too it's like you just this does I mean you would ultimately love it to be your your it is your becoming it is your you live it. It's your life's passion. It's like you you've had the surgery, you're thrilled with the results, you love this community, you want to keep paying it forward, you would love to make um a career, a life out of it. And yeah. me too. I mean, that's what I think makes us, you know, like become really friends and close. We just we just understand it and get it. We want it for everybody else too. So desperately. I,
0: I literally just think back. To the first message that that Dr. Dovek sent me, and it was on my yeah. weight loss page, and mm-hmm. you were like, I would love to have you a part of the extravaganza, and I'm like, well... I have a podcast and can we both be on it? And you were like, oh, my gosh, yes. And it just like snowballed from there. But I I just remember that first time and I'm like, hey, this doctor like has this great event. And like I knew nothing about you at that point.
1: Well, it was just funny because I was like, well, if she doesn't want me, it's fine. Like you can go be a part of this cool event. And And uh, and then you were like, no, let's have like you're just so in it. Like that's what I love. Like you're like, no, and the more the merrier. Mm-hmm. Like we need to share oh, these gosh. people. Mm-hmm. Like that's- it was
0: fantastic. And that's why I just, it just popped in my brain.
2: So I had huh, to say oh, no, Sorry. Way, no, you're you're if anybody hasn't seen it, I have it on my story or um on one of my highlights on my Instagram, Dr. Dovek. Um, check it out and Yours is on there. It's so fun because your names rhyme. Hi, I'm Kellen. I'm Mel. And we're from our Sleeve Light's podcast. Huh? And we've been friends for like, I don't know, like ever. I can still see you guys do it for out. Like I've watched it so many times. I really have. And oh I just, God. I, I think loved we probably. it. I remember just, uh, just I, I don't know. I, I, I really, really just loved it. And I hope this year, um, because the virtual worked out so gorgeously, I would love to have a mixture of in-person virtual fireworks because yes, duh. Yeah like like really, really generating hype. That was like our just kind of our first time testing the waters. And I don't know if I ever told you the insights from that event. Um do you know how many people um viewed it and how many people we reached?
1: No, I've I don't know.
0: I know you wanted a hundred thousand. That was a goal. Yeah. The views.
2: For the views. So the views was seventy five thousand. Nice. Awesome. It was amazing. And the reach, whatever that means, I think that means they watched it
0: for like three seconds. I don't know. But um, the reach was one hundred and seventy one thousand. Holy shit. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's I know amazing. I use the term. I'm trying to get away from
1: amazing. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, That's fantastic. Like, yeah. That's impressive. That's a lot I of know. people because I think what they need to see is like, oh, you're being celebrated for mm-hmm. for, you know, like taking charge of your life. And like signing that paper and being like, mm-hmm. I'm caring about myself. And like you guys are like showcasing, like, do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Like look what you can be. Like, I don't know. That's why I like that. It was a great oh, wow. event.
2: Great. We're gonna start brainstorming for um this coming December because it's just it has to get bigger. It has to just get more attention. So mm-hmm. But we yes. just gotta keep snowballing in an amazing direction. So yeah, we gotta do this thing. real. Yeah, For yeah.
0: yeah I, I'm i excited. <laughs> Year
2: two. <laughs> Year two. I know it's gonna be. I mean, there's the Dr. Doveck Diaries. Hopefully, people aren't gonna get sick of our little collab here. I mean, this is a uh, no. place. No, that's quite no. Never. You know that fun. Stuff? Stick with us, people hang with us, hang yeah, with yeah. us with the OR, well, reveal extravaganzas, mm-hmm. a lot more fun things. What other fun things are you guys coming up with um next? I love you know some of your You're you're tasting things, you're working out, you're interviewing very interesting people. Uh, You guys have some awesome ideas. What is next from you guys? Well, we just, um, we are going to
0: have the CEO of Devotion Nutrition on the live review. Yes, live review coming up. In two weeks. Mm -hmm. And so she's going to come on, she's going to show us how to cook with it. And then she's gonna also answer any questions about it. Like, Dana is,
1: she, she reminds me a lot of you. Yeah. Like, she can hold a conversation. She's passionate about what she does, and we just click. She knows all about it. Like, mm-hmm. I can ask her any question, and she's like, duh, 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 duh. yep. And I love that. I mm-hmm. love information. So, like, the people that are passionate, you can tell, like, they mm-hmm. know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dana's Whoa. coming up. Dana's coming up. So, we're pretty stoked about and her. Then, what and then we, ha- we have Ronak from Avi, guys. <gasps> yes. Yeah. We have CEO from Avi is going to be on. Mm-hmm. So look forward to that. Yes. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. And then we also have another
0: uh, vitamin company. Yes, we do. That is going to be, uh, we're going to interview them.
1: So get their mm-hmm. point of view. Because Uh. the point is, is like giving everybody options. Yeah. We don't Uh. want you to think you only have to be like buying these two things and that's all you have to Mm -hmm. have. Like, that's boring. And I don't know about you, but like we love choices. Mm -hmm. Like I like a variety because when you do get bored, then you go back to the old habits and then you eat and then you feel bad about yourself again. So it's like if you can just find companies you really like, Mm -hmm. like that would be awesome if there's like five or ten of them. Cool. Then you can like sprinkle stuff in all the all the time yeah yeah
0: no i i totally agree with that i'm constantly on the hunt for like okay what's out there because there's new stuff happening every single day and like mel said you know we don't want to just say like these are the only two products we use because that's not accurate it's not you realistic don't only use two products like no. and we want people we, we have different tastes than somebody else so just because we like it doesn't mean you're gonna like it we want to give you our point of view on it right so yeah because i mean lots of people like quest i don't like kelly's quest. not a fan i'm not a fan so, so <laughs> but we are going to taste that thursday
1: yeah coming up on thursday well this airs so after it'll it. be in our
0: IGTV by the time this airs go watch it we're yes. doing
1: that's the one thing like just because kelly is not a big fan we're gonna still keep trying all mm-hmm. their stuff and see if anything new comes out that we like yep. because we're hoping people change their formulas as well. Like, that's the whole point of wow. live is seeing kind of like, hey, this is what we like. A lot of people are saying they like it. Cool. Then mm-hmm. that's a good thing. And if they don't like it, if people are like spitting it out or throwing it back on the table, like maybe we need to do a quality check. So, like, yeah. we will keep t- taste testing mm-hmm. your stuff wow. to see if, like. It gets better. Well, and
0: one like if we have two different products from the same
1: company, Mel
0: like might prefer one over the other, yeah. and I might like the other over you know what she chooses. So it's it's just giving like lots of different taste buds at like and that, options, yeah, yeah, and options. So yeah, it's,
2: oh, I think it's, I think it's great. I mean, I'm a huge Quest fan. I'm a huge, <laughs> huge creeper. <laughs> Habits. Oh. I mean, I even have uh, my faves, and I've tried them all. I mean, when I was pregnant, I would eat like definitely three every single day, if not four Quest bars. Can you believe that? Oh,
1: damn! What's your favorite? What's your yeah, favorite what's flavor? Your favorite one? You put it um, on the post. Well,
2: I have a lot of because I get it from Amazon, um, a weekly thing. So I, <laughs> white white chocolate raspberry is probably okay. it. But I also love the lemon ones. I love blueberry. I love, um, the cookie dough is okay. Sometimes it has, it depends on the freshness of it. it can be a little bit like, um, uh, crumbly. Okay. Um, and, uh, do you like them cold exactly. or room temperature? Oh, I There's a lot I love. There's a lot I don't love though too. So I'm very particular. But I but when I get the one I love, oh my gosh! Aaron's like my husband. He's like you. We are eating. You're eating so many of these is such an expensive <laughs> habit because I also um, put so much like flavoring packets and this stuff called Motive Pure. Did we talk about that before?
1: No. No. What is
2: that? The pure is this concentrate of electrolytes and it has a flavor to it and okay. I think this stuff shipped in like Ma- like gross quantities and it's called <laughs> motive pure and um it has a electrolytes will make you thirstier too so you're just like it makes you drink the a lot like i drink way more than 64 ounces a day Ooh. and um anyway between the motive pure i add an additional propel packet the quest bar habit between uh, basically I, I i eat exactly like i'm a bariatric patient <laughs> yeah. and then i've had the surgery um and I know no other way of life, really. And um, it's an ex- it can be expensive at times. So, That's you know, it'd be tr- you have to consider that, too. So there's a, a lot of things in there. We'll That's have to funny. check out
1: that uh, motive Motiv- Motiv-
0: Motiv- cure. Motiv- Motiv- okay. Yeah, that sounds right.
1: interesting. We'll
0: try it. Well, I'll look it up. Okay.
2: Yeah, definitely look it up. It comes in these, you can get them in like a one shot of it. You just oh. uh, the concentrate into fluids or I get these big, huge things, Um, big shipments, big shipments. <laughs>
0: what flavor do you drink?
2: Berry. Berry. My husband likes lime. Yes. Okay. They have ah, many okay. flavors. They have an assortment pack. Ooh.
1: Well, that makes it easier. We'll yeah. just do that on a live.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Melody's already decided, you know, yep. that's, that's going to
2: happen. That's, that's going to happen. I like um, on all the electrolytes. Well. So I had a question. Oh.
1: I was going to say, before we do ever sign off, um, we have two questions from our listeners. Yeah, I was just about to like... Oh, oh, were you? Okay, cool, cool. I was was going to venture right into that. Because I want y'all to know, send us the questions, we will ask Dr. Dovick, and they will be answered. Yes.
0: And we are going to have a Dr. Dovick episode once a month. Yes. So, and we are saving all of them as you send them. Yeah, and there's no... Judgment,
1: yeah, no judgments. Mm-hmm. Like no. we were you...
2: talking about farts for like like a solid thirty percent of this. Seriously, so, I yeah. mean, yes,
1: uh, I love know it. How
2: that happened, but anyway. So
0: we got a message um, from somebody. They were very concerned because they feel they're not feeling restriction, and they I obviously they're post op. They're seven days post op, and they oh weren't. Yeah, seven days. Seven days. Seven days, and they just they felt like they're off. Like that she's, she was kind of concerned that nothing happened, like that she never really got surgery. Yeah. Um, and so that's my first kind of question. Like, is that okay. normal for some
2: people to feel like that? My absolute hope and prayer for all of you pre-opers watching, you feel so good. You question if I did your surgery. That okay. is a quote I tell my patients. Yeah. I mean, it just means that your expectations mm-hmm. were that you wouldn't be able to swallow, that you're me foaming at the mouth, that you're me vomiting, like all these fears. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh my God, I'm actually doing fine. There must be something wrong because I'm doing fine. I mean, that is, mm-hmm. seven days post-op. First of all, you're probably still on full liquids. You're definitely not on much more than, um, and maybe you progress to a puree type consistency, but you're not Don't worry, my friend, my dear, dear friend, whoever you are out there. When you get to more solid food stages, you're going to feel the restriction. Okay. Absolutely, undeniably. At seven days, don't even give it a thought. Just say a little prayer of of gratitude that you are just fine. Awesome. Okay. As always, a little public service announcement. Step away from the scale during all of it. I get messages all the time about like today in the morning I always, I always weighed this and then i gained three pounds and then i'm like oh my god just stop just stop just protect your own sanity please
0: back away from yeah. the scale <laughs> what yeah. would you like, recommend
2: always a theme yes what,
1: what would you recommend with the scale like so you we all know we get weighed in before we get surgery when would you think is a healthy time for you to actually check it and it could be like pretty
2: accurate i think at a month 30 one, one. days, but it's going okay. to be impossible to stay away from it. It's I almost know. like I, I want to get pregnant. Am I pregnant? Oh, screw it. Just let me piss on a stick, even though it's only been like, I just had sex an hour ago. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you, know, kind of um, you know, you've got to, um, you, you got to let it wait. But by 30 days, women, you should be down around 13 plus pounds. Okay. So okay. It's about you'll lose on average for women a half a pound a day. And that's... Um, And if you've lost more, good for you. The next month might be a little slower if you've lost less. The next month will probably be faster or reevaluate and see your program's dietitian or talk to the surgeon or the advanced practitioner, nurse practitioner, or PA, whatever. Um, if you're really concerned, but a lot of times it's like just trust, trust, trust the process. Okay. And for the most part, um, the program, all the programs in the United States are do a very, very similar pro- process, maybe a couple of nuances here and there, but it's going to work. I promise you it, it will work. Okay.
0: So then the second part of that question. We, we always, when people come to us with questions, our first response usually is, have you talked to your surgeon? Mm-hmm. Can you explain to everybody why it is so important to to go to your appointments and to, like, if you have a concern, to talk to your surgeon?
2: So, first of all, when you sign up for bariatric surgery, you are committing to a lifelong follow-up relationship. Ultimately, things can happen. You move, life happens, stressors happens. You feel like, I mean, I know what I'm doing. The thing is the vitamins are essential for life. And so a part of that follow-up is getting your vitamin levels checked and just making sure all of that is fine. And the other thing, of course, you want your weight to stay on track. And um, if you're gaining weight, you don't want it to be a slippery slope. You want to kind of get back on track. Let's reassess here, see the dietician, maybe get a medical weight loss. We talked a lot about that in Mm -hmm. previous um, podcasts. Now, if something is going on that is concerning you, To the point where you're reaching out to perhaps a stranger like yourselves out there and saying, um, you know, something's wrong. Like if, if I feel like just trust your guts, kind of like if you feel like, okay. I don't feel well. This pain is more than is more of a than a, just a normal cramp or a normal um, incisional soreness, or I'm um, vomiting, or there's blood, or there's something abnormal, or just really anything that just makes you feel like this isn't right. Mm. Then trust your body. You know your bodies. I really do believe it when people say like, "I know my body." Mm-hmm. I, tell, I do. I do think that that's true, and and call your program. So sometimes it might be like an FAQ. Like we have like some triaging guides. Like if they ask this question, Mm -hmm. we get it a lot because it Mm -hmm. is a concern. Yeah. And this is how you answer it. So you might get um, my friend desk. You might get a medical assistant. You might get a nurse. You might get an advanced practitioner, or it might be something like we're concerned. We're going to tell you to go to the emergency room. We're going to tell you um, to go get a CAT scan or an imaging study, an upper GI um, Mm -hmm. done in radiology, Um, maybe see a GI doctor. Like, there could be something that we need to check. So and it'll take us two seconds. We've really, I mean, we do two surgeries. So we know, I really feel like I know every nuance of them. Like I really, I do. And I think that all bariatric surgeons do. Like we just stare at this anatomy all day yeah. that we can tell you, oh, that's, that's nothing or we've got to investigate that. So yes, my darlings out there, go call your surgeon back um and, and get the support that you need yeah because it, right. it could
1: be a common question mm-hmm. that a lot of people Very, have though, so yeah. it's mm-hmm. like it could be just routine be like yeah that's normal like it's fine well i know from like mel she had a
0: lot of questions
1: but she didn't know like she's she wasn't immersed in it like she is now no like i um it was weird i just thought things were like that's just like we're normal no, was. yeah yeah, because I I didn't really ask questions um much like going through the process. Right. Like me and Emma met, we gelled. I liked her. We're like we're doing it this day. All right, she's like go see all these people in my office. We're gonna set you up. Boom, 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 and then you do that twice. And someone's gonna call you. I'm like all right, perfect. So like when it was over, if I felt anything, I was like it's probably just because of the surgery. Like I just kept it like. Probably part of the process. I'm just going to keep going. So I didn't really ask anything until Kelly was going through it. And I was like, oh, those are normal things. And then, like, realizing I had a lot of questions that I could have asked and learned about a long time ago.
0: But I think it's really good to have an open communication with your office, with your surgeon. Mm -hmm. You know, feel close enough that if something happens, you know, like, oh, I'm feeling this weird pain. Like, is this normal? Yeah, that's totally normal. Or no, it's not. You know, like you were saying, there, there are certain things that are normal and some that aren't, but I feel like you should always have that open communication with your office. Well,
2: this is interesting. And you know, Mel, I know you're this writer and your posts are just, uh, you're also artistic and very clever. We should actually, we should get together and we should write a list of the FAQs and the answers. And then that way people can forward them to each other, um, screenshot it, repost it, tag us. Um, we can, we can do a lot. Like I could rattle off a bunch right now that we've already talked about. Everybody wants to know about hair loss, um, and loose skin Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, weight regain, stalls, um, acid reflux, um, the gas pains after surgery, um, you know, uh, the fluid intake goals, protein Mm -hmm. goals. Like we Mm -hmm. should, um, Gosh, I mean, there's seven right there. Like yeah. we can really write something short, sweet, that gets a good message out to everybody so that they know the information, even if they weren't as immersed in it as uh, maybe we would ultimately like. But here you are now. I like it. it. So I like learn. it. So if you guys want
0: that let yes. us know. Let us know. I, I have a feeling we'll just do it anyways. But um, <laughs> we always like to hear what you think. Yeah, of um, course. And then, yeah, we can have it available on your website and our website and on Instagram and everything. Because I think it's really good for people to know, like, the basics. But then if it goes beyond that, or like you said, you know your body. You know when something's not right. There's there's that moment where you're like, mm, I need to go to the hospital.
1: <laughs> well, it's almost like the smoky bear situation, you know, like <laughs> here in Oregon, like there's different colors of when like you should do things. And like,
2: yes. yeah, so there yeah, should be like is. levels
1: of that mm-hmm. in in the chart of like the color coding. being like, OK, so we reached the red. We got to call like this is exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, my
2: smoky bear alert is is very finely tuned that I can take a glimpse at you and I'm like, you you look sick, you look toxic, you look fine, you don't. And I think um <laughs> yes, I would love um I would love to create something like that. The Smoky bear gauge of get your butt to the ER versus just go to bed. Just yes. close your eyes. <laughs> It'll stop in the morning. Go sleep. <laughs> I you guys, I, I, what i gotta write is the guide for when food gets stuck yeah because i i gotta write that we we don't remember all these there's a lot of there's a lot of goodies that we can put out there well for it's everyone.
0: recorded now so we've got a memo yeah that's
1: right it's, it's already
2: oh, done <laughs> yeah that's right i feel like i'm just casually chatting on the phone this is recording people are watching hello out there thank <laughs> you for listening <laughs> thank you for listening this song <laughs> you guys are letting awesome
0: us, letting us just Go along. And I just, love it. Yeah. Um, I think um we're actually I think we're almost wrapped up. I was right? gonna say, is there any yeah. other questions yeah. you can
1: think of that
0: um I think I'm gonna save the other one for next time. Okay. Um, okay. just because it's a longer, longer subject.
2: So yes. All right. we can do a we can do a lot about that one. We can advertise that one. We won't even tease it now. Um and I think that we should actually well, it's hard to explain that without telling what it is. So I'm just going to, I'm going to give some foreshadowing. So it's for you all you ladies out there, we're going to mm-hmm. do, um, I think we should do a big, big pregnancy episode where yes. we talk about, first of all, about infertility potentially mm-hmm. related to, um, being obese, including, mm-hmm. um, a talk specifically about PCOS, mm-hmm. um, talk a lot about, um, different treatments like IUI and IVF okay. and even talk about sex. I think we should and yeah. talk about um, intimacy and whether you want to have a baby or don't want to have a baby and mm-hmm. how that plays into it and the timing of it. And how do you, um, and, and, and how do you hopefully have the best outcomes? Then ultimately if you do, and I, and you will be very fertile after weight loss surgery about, we'll talk a lot about um, pregnancy and what you need to know and the safety numbers and sleeve versus bypass and everything in between so there's I think that could be its own episode which mm-hmm. is very exciting yes. for me um because I put the story out there many times you guys know this but mm-hmm. I um I struggle with infertility mm-hmm. um for years and years um and surgery and everything and I had IVF to have all of my children so i love when i get to be um really somebody's like fertility giver expert whatever um after surgery so
1: that's awesome That's one of my
2: favorite topics. so yeah we're stay tuned my ladies yes. any of and my men out there um they they want to do fertility as well so yeah. yes let's talk the fertility all things i don't know private all, all things oh, fertile yeah, we're the private episode <laughs>
0: <laughs> <private> episode <laughs> we will um, definitely episode. do be doing a couple stories on our page we'll tag Dr Dovek and so you guys can submit all of your questions for that and then um, just or you can DM us anything mm. that has to do with pregnancy any of the things that Dr. Dovek just listed off yeah
1: it's so. gonna that's gonna be a hell of an episode so yeah,
0: I'm curious yeah. because I've never had kids I am also infertile. And I have autoimmune diseases, which I made the decision early on not to have my own children mm-hmm. because I did okay. not want to pass that along. So I'm interested to hear all of the the different stuff because I like to still know. Yeah. Like what's going on. So Heck yeah. And Melanie's been pregnant, but that was pre-
1: I mean that was Surgery. a long ass time well, ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's fifteen now. So. He's
1: fifteen years old, my friends.
2: Yeah. Wait, how about I missed that? I had no <laughs> idea. If, well, we have a lot to talk about. I feel like I don't even know you guys. What's happening here? <laughs> that yeah,
0: I don't really talk about the infertile part of that. So oh I, God, I
2: we're going to get very intimate. Yeah, no, this is going to be a good one this because I am very 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 open with my own story. There. Um, because I, I know that, um, I know that I will have at least one person. Every time I say it, I get, I get a lot of messages from people about like, what was it like? And, um, I can tell you everything from the injections to the emotional warfare that it causes mm. to the appointments, the labs, um, all of it, but then ultimately the babies and the success and, and, um, the ups and downs and everything in between. So, yeah, let's let's do that episode. That'll yes. be a good one.
0: I think it's gonna be great. Gonna be great I'm excited. One. So tune back in in May. I can't in believe May. it's gonna be May already.
2: Um, ah, it's gonna be May. But let me tell you something about I love May. that stupid <laughs> thing. Yes. Guys, You know what? Do you, you do know what's happening in May, right? My birthday. <laughs> when is your birthday again? That's May true. 22nd. <laughs> okay. So okay, you're a Gemini. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's that makes right. so much more sense. <laughs> it, it does. I'm a Taurus on May 18th, oh. and I'm turning 40. Holy I shit. I would never guess. I would no, ne- no freaking way. I'm turning 40.
0: I would never mess. What best. are you going to do for your 40th?
2: oh my God, can you imagine the Instagram post? That's all I can think about is balloons and, and um, silly stuff. But I'm actually, um, I'm going um, to St. John in June. So oh, and June. We're, we're celebrating it there. I got like this compound. It's going to be a huge blowout made in 1981. Yeah. Well, I love that. That's
1: exciting.
2: Yes, St. John. Oh, that sounds yeah. amazing.
1: It sounds beautiful.
2: Well, we can also have an episode um, to talk about I have fillers and I have Botox. And so we can talk about my own personal experience with facial plastics. that's, yeah, that's why it looks so good. And, um, <laughs> yeah. and, and just, I know a lot of, um, that's another thing about like wrinkles and that sort of thing. So a lot of our patients also get fillers and I can just tell you a little bit, oh. it's, I'm, it's not from a professional standpoint, it's just a personal thing. So yeah. Okay. You can talk about all of it. Yeah. I don't love care. It. I don't care out there. And um, and by the way, if you guys were wondering, that is my hand and that is an 11 blade. And that's my preferred blade choice. That's Ooh. a very rare one to love. I love an 11 blade. My partners love a 15 blade or a 10 blade, but I like an 11 blade.
1: I love it.
2: F- so for those I, that are listening, what's behind it. her yeah. is
1: a framed photo of her hand with a um, scalpel. Yes.
0: Yes. 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 And yes. then
1: you see her nails are all red.
0: Yes, so it's like the perfect like background. Now. Yeah, yeah, it's the perfect background for the bariatric journey. Yeah, and if like, you're
1: listening to this, go to our YouTube and go watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah, right now yeah. and hit subscribe.
2: Yes, yeah. and then again and again, just keep yeah, watching. Get yeah. <laughs> some more viewership and then subscribe to it. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think this was a good episode. Hopefully, you guys found yeah. it helpful. But you can always DM us, like like we said, with mm-hmm. questions. Comments, um, mm-hmm. feedback—we're here for all of it. We want to give you guys the content that you want mm-hmm. um, to hopefully either help you to make the decision to have weight loss surgery, or help you to be more successful with your tool, um, mm-hmm. or you know, help with ever goals that you have. So, or be a support person for you.
1: Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yay! Well, thank Man, you so, I'm so much excited for all I'm of the so things. Excited. <laughs> all yeah, all
0: there's so many new things happening, and I'm like, I just want it to like them to be here already.
1: Yeah, she's.
2: I know, me too. Me too. Me too. I, know. I love tough, you guys. The lie, big announcements. You'll know exactly where I'm going, what we're doing. Um, we're going to do a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of virtual, pretty much. Um, mm. It's going to be an experience. Uh, we'll show you the behind the scenes. We're actually, um, they're investing in a full AV studio with an on-site full-time media producer. So when we do our visits, these aren't going to be some little amateur hour. Okay, Ooh. This is going to be the ultimate experience for all in the world to take part in if they so want to be our patient. So, so it's Yay. gonna be something you've never seen before oh, oh i'm so excited oh, i
0: cannot wait i cannot wait you guys better oh. stay
1: tuned for all of the new yes. stuff coming because yes. it's Let's gonna it. rock everybody's world
0: all right well Let's thanks for it. tuning in guys and we will see you next, next time. time
2: bye, bye.
0: Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP where you can get exclusive content. We would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logo, Nick Dukes for our web design, Dylan Godfrey for our editing, and Eric Vaughn from 17th Street Studios for our music and recording space. Thanks for listening to our Sleeve Life podcast. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode episode at a time.